podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening and welcome to the second instalment of the Transfer Agenda for this week. I am Gav, that is Grizz, that is Keith and we're going to bring you all the news that we have looked at throughout the day with regards to Liverpool, the Premier League and further afield with regards to summer transfers. Uh, before I start though, Grizz, um, what show would you like to be on that bike doing um, your exercise because we have passed 10k? Yeah. It's got to be done now, isn't it? Ah, hundred percent. I knew, but you know what? I I really appreciate you like asking me um, which show. I mean, that's very kind of you. I thought I'm going to no be problem. just forced onto the next show. So, look, the first stage is I need to get it out of the shed. Okay, right. That's the first yeah. step. Okay, that's the steps the first to this. Step. I yeah. like it. The steps right. to this. Look, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very realistic. Secondly, uh, obviously, give it a good wipe clean. Okay, um, it's been in the shed. Winter, sorry, Keith. Do you get the impression he's going to find as many steps as he can here before yeah, he actually gets on it? So, steps up along no, the no, I'm a man of my word. no, no, man of my word. Uh, you know, 10k, we promised the viewers, listeners, subscribers, amazing, amazing of them to reach that, that, that milestone for us, and so therefore, I shall be doing it. Give me, give me, give me, give me a week, okay? Sort of, you know what I'll I mean? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I will give you. Not this fat back for this Sunday, but the fat back for the following Sunday. I think that's very fair. Okay, because that fair. will be that More will mark fair. that will mark the end of the um winners week, which we're gonna have next week, which we will go into. I'll go into a little bit more detail. Um or Kumar says, congrats on the 10K. David Rice says, amazing achievement, reaching 10K, fully deserved, hardest working guys on YouTube. Um look, well done to you, all of you for getting the 10K because you're part of it. And um Look, it's 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 a brilliant, it's a big achievement for us because uh, I suppose when we started this last properly last June or July, we I don't know, we we never kind of put a figure on it, but we we did. We thought we got the ten k by the end of this season, and we've just about done it. We can still say we got the ten k by the yeah. end of the season. Um, we would have been absolutely delighted, but to get there today was was brilliant. You know, we got loads of messages. We got like not only just on Twitter, but personally got loads of messages and stuff like that. And um, the only thing that's upset me about it is um, the fact that people ca- keep calling me boss, and I'm not <laughs> anyone's fucking boss. And um, keep just mentioning my name, and it's not only down to me. Um, yeah, I run things from day to day, but the looks of the two lads you have in front of you, um, you know, Phil, Andy, Shawnee, Davo. Uh, Chris Brack, um, loads of all the lads, like name them, just keep naming them that you see on the screen. They all help, they all do loads to help us. Davo, uh, I said Davo, Gar Breen, who helps us with our Instagram, Stephen, that's not even on podcast, that helps us with our Twitter. You know what I mean? So there's so many people that help this, but the biggest people that help the most is you people. You watch it and you spread the word, and, and that's all we've ever asked for is to like, to share, spread the word and we'll do the rest and as I said, we want to keep this going and going and going and you know, and for free, we've always said that for free and like we just, I don't know all of us today were kind of a bit 
thrown by it. We were a bit like, fuck it, actually, we did get there. And our next target is 20, and then it'll be 30, and then it'll be 40. But the most important thing is to always have um, always have these people watching, because there's no point in having yeah. 50,000 subscribers and there's 20 is watching. Do you know what yeah. I mean? We want you all in here watching and giving your opinions, and your opinions make it. So um, mm-hmm. from me and, and the lads, um, thanks to everyone that subscribed. And if you continue to like and share... Um, we continue continue to do this, so that's how it goes. Uh, Keith, would you like to say anything on it before we move? No, I just think you are being very um self deprecating there, Gav. Because well, yeah, it is a joint effort. We all put in a bit of a shift. I think it's right that you get called the boss man. To be honest, um, no, I don't. I hate you. Deal behind. I know. Well, you won't say, it, but the amount of work you do behind the scenes and on all of these shows, even the ones you're not on. You know, it's 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 hard graft that you're putting in. So look, it's you've put in the work. We're getting to where we want to be. We're not there yet, but we're we're going in the right direction. You know what I mean? And, and we keep saying this: we're not trying to be um, know-alls, and you know, we know more than everyone else. The thing about the day trippers, I find. Let's just speak for myself on this. And I know Grizz isn't a drinker, but it's like sitting in the pub with your mates talking about football. Do you know what I mean? It's the sort of thing, like the things we say on these shows is the sort of things you'd say when you're with your mates in the pub. We're not trying to be something we're not. We're just normal fellas just talking about football. And you're right, the community that builds up, we can have 100,000 subscribers, but it's the interaction we have in the chat and, and on Twitter and social media and all that, that really helps what we want to do and the the, the type of show that we want. Do you know what I mean? And And the, and the following that we want. So look, it's it's going in the right direction, but don't don't play down your own role in that Gav. No, no don't play down my own role. I, I just don't know. I, I don't overhype it, um, because like I can put in as much work as I want. But if you lads aren't willing to go along with it, it doesn't happen. You know that you know the kind of way. So that's the way I kind of look at it. Um, Grizz, you'll want to say a few words on it as well. But I, I want to throw a question at you where we're at. Um, and Richard Held says congrats on the 10k. Um, thanks. I mean, there's loads of people saying congrats and trying to make up names for me, which which isn't going to fucking happen because uh, I can turn either of these pricks off at any time. Um, but like <laughs> but uh, but Grizz, first of all, like you were blown away by it today. But how much does getting that 10k push us on to what we want to do next season? Because what we want to do next season is more. It is. It's, it's definitely more. It's more. I think we're professional enough as we go, but I think it's going to go to it's going to go up two or three levels next season. There's no doubt about that, both visually and and audio wise and stuff like that. But how much does that push us on when you see what the people do and back you and and follow you and give take give their time? I suppose every night to come in here and give their thoughts and feelings and and help drive these shows on. Yeah, look, whatever Keith said, I want to just multiply by two. He was bang on spot on. Um, very few people know how hard you work, Gav. And, you know, I take the piss out of you, you take the piss out of me, and we have a laugh and a joke. And it's brilliant. No, it is, honestly, it's brilliant. But no one, no one, I think apart from me and Keith probably knows how much you actually put into this and how much how much effort you've put in from the start. Um, from a personal point of view, it's been an absolute pleasure this first season. We We didn't know how it was going to go. We kind of just said, look, let's give it a bash. But we believed in each other. Um, and the first season has been an absolute eye-opener for me. Working with you guys has been an absolute fucking pleasure. It's brilliant. What we're like here, we're off screen as well. And that's the beauty of it. And I think that relays in the in, in the shows and in the chemistry. And people recognize that. 
that we aren't fake. We aren't putting on arguments, debates, chats. We actually have disagreements. We agree on a lot. And as Keith says, we're absolutely trying to give the ultimate fan experience in terms of on a podcast, if you know what I mean. Like we're not, we're not pundits. We're not businessmen. We're not people that work in the game as full time on a full time basis. We all have, from what I can remember, we all have our own jobs, our own lives, but yet we come together, try to come together four or five evenings a week. And, and, and the key word, what you've used before as well is try to speak and engage the community that we've built. And it's an amazing community. I have no doubts. I've, I've been on many podcasts, as you know, Gav, you sometimes tell me off, uh, but there's no community like our one. The LFC Day Troopers community is second to none in terms of interaction, in terms of knowledge, in terms of respect. It's it's second to none. And as you said, we can only grow. And, and this is just a, just the first, first milestone of many. And I just want to thank you, everyone, absolutely everyone who has been involved in this. And it's, and it's, and it's the people, you, sh- you know, it, it is the people's show. It's brilliant. We, we, we rely on... In, we rely on the chat, we rely on the information, we rely on their views on us, and we take it further. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah, because when it comes to when it comes to like organising shows or, or planning shows or what we should do, and especially when it comes to the summer because there's no football on, the Euros don't count, um, that's when the, the viewers come into their own and they tell you, like, I'll oh, do a draft, do a quiz. Can you and Andy come on for an hour and just absolutely shite areas for an hour? And, you know, we'll do it. We'll do it during the summer. That's where you really take take hold and, and drive something on. You know, Own Book says, I'd rather hear that reunion pod you did than win the PlayStation 5. That reunion pod, it's it never came out. We couldn't we couldn't get the audio um, to, to work whatsoever. But Own, I promise you, during the summer, if we get a chance, we will record. Well, we can't do it live. If we've done it live, we'll be closed down. Um, it's as simple as that. But we might do something on a on an audio basis and release it for you. Pat Panasar, of course, um, Pat Benatar's best friend says, um, congrats on 10K, guys. Keep up the great work. Your content is absolutely brilliant. And Matt Sweeney says, hopefully the studio is a goer in the not too distant future. Always thought that this was a class setup. Uh, Matt, it is a goer. Um, once COVID goes and we're able to be, <clears throat> the situation is, is that where our studio is, it's right beside someone's house. You know what I mean? So we, we, we have to go through someone's property to get to our studio and remit it's on their property. And we can't be going onto that property the way it is at the moment. And we have to respect the people that are there. Uh, but with regards to the studio, it has been left idle for, it's a year now, yeah. um, more than a year. Um, work needs to be put into it and it will be put into it to make it, um, to make it as best it possibly can be, hopefully by the summer. But like people, people ask me like, do, do you make money from this? I have made money from this this year, but I can promise you, I'd say by the end of the year, 80% of what I've earned has will go back into the studio and new equipment and, and all the lads that have to be given um, microphones and earphones and cameras and whatever it might be. It's all going back in, absolutely all going back in because I took the decision to, to go full-time a year ago, but as this year, as this year has gone on and this season, I thought, you know what? Let's let's pump it all back in and see where it can go and make it as best as we possibly can. So that's um that's the way it is. That's I'm just being completely upfront and honest with you. We do have sponsors. We do make money from YouTube. We do make money from audio downloads, but literally eighty percent of it, um, which is not a hell of a lot of money, um, is going back into uh, to making this bigger and better. Um, 
as it, as it possibly can be um, over the next year or so and, and continue on from there. Um, I'm going to lose these super chats now in a minute. I'm going to get into trouble. Evening, gentlemen. Can you do a show selecting your all-time Liverpool team in the Premier League to challenge the current team? And congrats on 10,000. Uh, uh, says Dinesh Karoy, FSG out of Liverpool FC. I always read his name in full um, once on every show. But listen, um, we just like to say thanks to all of you for supporting us and as we've always said, your support by liking stuff, sharing stuff and interacting is way better than than anything we can think of. So if you continue doing that, we will do, absolutely do our best for you. Right, that's enough um, of that. Now, um, let's... Before get... we move on, before we move on, we've another one of the fat back four in the, in the chat room there as well. Have you? And, you know, Shawnee Lawson is as big a part of this as well, but he's, he's hiding away in uh, Shannon at the moment. So, uh, you know, he's as much of a grafter as the rest of us on this, if mm. not more. Yeah. No, listen. Head, uh, head of everything. Head, he is his head of everything. He's the head of everything. He's the Chancellor and Minister. We've we've given him new titles and all now. Chancellor, Minister and Head of Stuff. And um, if you need that, yeah, Shawnee, we, us three just do pods. Shawnee makes all the decisions. Um, Right, lads, this is a transfer agenda show. We have 45 minutes before we go because we did agree that we finished by 11 o'clock tonight. Um, and I want to start with um, Yuri Tielemans. And Grace, I'll come to you first. His name has popped up. I seen the other day with Manchester United, actually. That's when his name first popped up. And it kind of piqued me interest because I was trying to work out how many years has he left on this contract with Leicester. It looks like they're offering him a new deal. He doesn't know whether he's going to sign. And now Liverpool's name have come into the hat. Is there a genuine interest here, Chris? Um, because it is what midfield we're looking at. Is there a genuine interest? Or do you, is there a bit of a feeling off this that, you know, this is agents playing games now, throw, throw Liverpool's name in the hat? Because we've seen this so many times over the years, Chris, where a player's name appears under the banner of Liverpool and next thing he's signed a mega deal um, with his current club. It could be. It could be that. But I'd like to think that it's a genuine interest because you look at a player's profile and then you look at his ability and the way he plays and conducts himself and all of these things. And you think to yourself, he's got everything about him that says a Liverpool player. Um, I think there is a genuine interest. I think he's, I think he's hundred percent on a, on a short list of possibly three or four as we, as we do with every position, as we do with every, every player. Um, and I want to be linked with him. Um, I'm very happy that we're linked with him um, because of the because because of the performances he's put in. Gav for the last couple of seasons at Leicester City, he's been an absolute joy to watch. Um, near enough, every match of the day consists of a once once a month consists of a brilliant goal from Tillemans, whether it's a team goal or where he's been involved in a in a pass or one of those thunder bastards like in the FA Cup final. So he's young, I think 24, mm-hmm. um, you know, had, had, has had a brilliant footballing education at the likes of Anderlecht to start off with and then went to Monaco where he played with a certain Fabinho. So he's got he's got a connection and, a, and he, he knows one of the main men at Liverpool now, which is Fabinho. Um, and then he's come to Leicester, Gav, and... A lot of people sort of said uh, he could have gone to a bigger club, but I think he's been clever. I think he's got the right guidance from his from his agent and people working around him. And I think Leicester's been a brilliant, brilliant uh, move for him. I know you're not a massive fan of Brendan Rodgers, 
but I think he's a fantastic coach and you can tell he's improved and grown as a player. Um, he's got the attributes that we're looking for, Kev. And one of the first attributes that we're looking for in players this season is available fucking ability, dura fucking ability. We need some durable players and, and people that are available and obviously talented. And we're talking top end now. Gav, I, I, you know, you, 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 I think you heard my emotional rant the last last episode where, I, where I'm not going to accept mediocre and sort of finding gems at a low rate and then trying to develop them now. We're looking for players that are absolutely on top of their game and, and going into the peak of their career and if not already at the peak of their career. And this guy is one of them. Um, yes, he's going to be expensive, but I read somewhere about something about a clause that if they're not in a top four and they're not in the champion and then if a Champions League club comes in for him, he has a clause. So that could be something to keep an eye on because we're looking for clauses all around Europe. We are. Makes sense. Yeah, well, that does make sense because, you know, he goes there on loan. They sign him permanently. I was surprised nobody else was him at the time because he was raved about with Anderlecht and, and, and also at Monaco. And, and then you see him on loan at Leicester and you know he's a talent. And, you know what, don't get me wrong, Leicester are a really well-run club. They look after their players, you know, they're, they're, you know even you see their owner after the FA Cup, they look like a really tight club, you know what I mean? Um, and But I was surprised bigger clubs went in for him. And it would make sense that Leicester would be offering him a contract saying, listen, that there could be a clause there, but let's offer him a contract, more money, and we can bin that clause because we know his value was going up and up and up. But Keith, uh, A, do you see Liverpool being interested? And B, if they are interested and they're willing to bring in Yuri Thielmans, what way do you see the shift going on in midfield? Is it just a case of when Adam's gone, we're bringing in Thielmans? Because I don't think they're the same player at all. No, not the same player. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm I'm sort of sceptical about paying the money for Eve Basuma because he's Premier League ready. Now, the money it's going to take to get Yuri Tielemans because he's Premier League ready will be absolutely whopper. And if we have to pay, I don't know what the figures I may mentioned, but if you're paying, let's say, I heard someone mentioning 80 million, right? he's not going to be no, 80 million, no. nowhere near. Let's say, let's say between 50 and 60 million. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Grizz. Yeah, between that, if you're paying 50 to 60 million for a player, he's going in there. Do you know what I mean? He's not a bleeding, uh, he's not a squad addition. Now, uh, people mention, people mention the, the Nabi Keita, um, trade to Leicester. I don't know if there's any legs in that. You know, that could be something if, if Brendan Rodgers is keen on, on the Nabi Keita and we could do a deal like that. That may be what Liverpool could look to do as well. But as as with regards to his his role and could he suit the team? Yeah, he could. Um, the the issue I have with Basuma, I'm not looking to dig Basuma out, is I don't think Basuma Basuma can only really, you know, he's he's a good destructive player. He would be like a Fabinho, maybe. I know, Grizz, you're a big fan, and and I had a row with Avi over this as well. I just think when when Genie Wijnaldum came in, he was an attacking player, and Klopp was able to nearly cope that and uses creativity and then build the um the defensive solidity maybe around that and i think you could do similar with telemans that i don't think you can deal with basuma i think basuma is not a one-trick pony but he's the type he's a type of player and that's what he would be for us <clears throat> i think um i think telemans is is an absolute savage of a player if we could if we could get him 
he was highly rated and the like he went to Monaco and it was a surprise he went to Monaco. He seems very clever. He seems very clued in and the moves that he makes because he went to Monaco and I'm assuming Jardim was the coach there at the time. There was young midfielders, there was young players, young squad getting a game, getting a chance. He went there. He could have gone to a bigger club at that stage. Then he goes to Leicester on loan and there wasn't a sniff of anyone else getting him. Making that permanent. Leicester done it early. They'd done that early. They knew what they were doing. I think he could be, I, I'm a huge Hossamauer fan as well, right? And for the money you're talking about, Hossamauer, if you can get Tielemans, I'd take Tielemans because I just think people mention he's like Steven Gerrard and he is a bit, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's that type of, that type of player. I think he's what Nabby, we hope Nabby could be. Now I'm not saying he's exactly like Nabby. Nabby's, I, I, I think, I think there's more of a comparison to Naby than to Steven Gerrard, personally. I don't think he's as powerful. I know some people have said he's powerful. He's he's not powerful. I think he's he's fairly stocky. He's not the tallest. No. But again, but, he's, but the the comparison Naby, I think, suits him very well because he's very low gravity. Uh, yeah. He's about the same build, same same height, same size. Um I think he's got a better strike than Naby. Well, that's um, where I think the Gerrard comparison is, Grizz. It's, it's he's more direct. Yeah, it's more... It's yeah. more the, when you look at powerful, when you think of powerful, you're thinking of powerful runner and stuff like that. I yeah. see him as a more, a, more of a pass... He's a passer of a football, if you get me. That's my opinion. Yeah. He has got that low centre of gravity. But I think I think he's a passer rather than... We all expected Naby to be picking balls up and gliding by two or three people. I don't think I don't I don't see that in Tillman's. What I think of Tillman's is he's he likes to orchestrate, but I think he likes to orchestrate that bit further up the pitch. Do you know what I mean? And that's where the Hassan thing is interesting because the talk is twenty five million on him, and I'm wondering is it, do you do you pay twenty five and Nabby to, to to go to Tillman's or do you pay twenty five and you look to sell Nabby? So it's not or or you don't but sell Nabby. You don't sell Nabby. It's 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 a, it's a strange one. Um, yeah. Gav, you I, I, think prices, I think it's I think it's his goal trip that would interest us. Again, you talk about the prices and 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 Keith mentioned a few others. This is this is what it comes down to when we have to make a decision like this. So we've described Basuma as not harsh. I'm not, I mean, I mean, we don't want to sound harsh, but not sort of define him as just a dominator, a, a destructive player. But his main trait is sort of being able to cover ground breaking up attacks and being able to be good on the ball, right? And But then we're looking at the other two. So Tillemans and Hossamawa that we've been linked with and Newhouse of Borussia yeah. Mönchengladbach, three completely different type of players. Now, obviously, price-wise, Tillemans is probably double of Hossamawa, um, Hossamawa, Newhouse and Basuma. This is the... But, but, <coughs> But he's got the potential to be able to do all them roles, and that's what you pay for sometimes. Keith, do you agree? Like, sort of, so, 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 because he's fifty million, you're getting players, a player that can play in a double pivot. Yeah, he can maybe do it on his own as well in an emergency. Number six, he's got the highly, he's got high, high intelligence levels um, to be able to play that on his own, and he can definitely play as an eight. So that's what you get when you're paying 50 yeah. million for a midfielder. It's he's prime time. Whereas Basuma is developing, but also he's 25, 30 million. Hosomawa is more attacking 
And then you'd have to develop him very similar to Curtis Jones into uh, teaching the defensive side of things. And this guy's ready made. So yeah. I think it's a, that's, I think that's we, where the price is. Do we all agree that Liverpool would, would sign two midfielders in the summer? Because Shiny said there in the chat, he thinks that we need two in the summer, right? Do we all think two come in? Because I, I think, I think it is a case of two come in. We and I, I, can, I can't see, I can't see why you couldn't. Like when Alden gone, I think one more midfielder will leave. And I think I can't see why I can't see why you could not do Basuma and Tielemans. And I always said the other night, Basuma and Erwer, if you wanted to evolve this side into a much more of a threat from midfield, Tielemans is kind of a hybrid of that. He wouldn't have to be, in my opinion, he wouldn't have to be coached as much as Erwer would into the defensive side of things. But he has got that threat at the same time. Are we all agreed that that two two come in, Keith? I, I think two should come in, yeah, but it depends on what we can do getting players out because, you know, if you look at the makeup of our midfield, you've got Fabinho, you've got Thiago and you've got Henderson. Let's say they started in, in the three roles next season. They've all had injury issues, right? Not saying that injury prone, Henderson be the most out of, out of the three of them. You've then got Curtis Jones who doesn't have injury issues. He comes in. You've looking then at Milner. It was about 43 now, so I don't know how much more we can rely on him for heavy minutes. You've got Naby and you've got Ox, who if you put the two of them together, you've got one injury-prone midfielder. We've got the two of them. So the options aren't there. So, you know, if we could move on Ox and Naby, and this isn't a dig at Naby. Everyone thinks it's digs at Naby. He's no use to us. You know, and this is the thing, Grizz said it there, availability, availability, availability. We bang on about it on this show all the time. We need players who are available. Now, one availability thing that I have an issue with Basuma, and Shani mentioned it in the in the chat there, it is the AFCON. You know, it's no use us bringing in one midfield player and it's a, a player that goes to AFCON. It's no use to us whatsoever because we'd also be losing Naby as well for that. And, you know, it, unfortunately, the way the African um the the confederation of african football or the caf or whatever they're called the way they've structured their their tournament is that it's mid-season they went to the summer and then went straight back to the mid-season and it's it's just a nightmare now we've got enough players that are african you know it's nothing against african players it's just their confederation i would like to see maybe um I think, you know, Basuma and Elwar equal one Tielemans. So do you go with one of Tielemans who can do everything? Or do you go for an Elwar? Even Basuma is very highly linked with Arsenal at the moment. Let's say, see, we're not really linked to any other holder, but you know, Neuhaus isn't a holding midfielder. He's a he's more of a, a, a ball Late. midfielder. Yeah. yeah, he's more of a ball player. So Basuma is the only real sort of defensive solidified midfield player that we're being linked with. So yeah, I don't Yeah, I agree with both of you. But this is where we have to be brave and active in the market. For 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 us to be bringing in two midfielders, we need, unfortunately the way it is and the way we you know finances are, we 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 have to start shifting bodies. Um and, you know, we haven't got, in my opinion, £30 million assets in the midfield to, that we, we were likely to get money for. Um, you know, and this is why, in my opinion, we have to start shifting first. 
Ideally, we 100% need to, Gav. Ideally, because as you said, Ox and Nabia are literally no good for us. I'm not saying they're no good players. I'm saying they're no good for us. And on top of that, you're losing a billion minutes from Gini Wijnaldum. So, you know, if you bring in one and then you can, if you can manage to get rid of one of Nab York, ideally, you know, I don't want to give our plans away too much because you, you'll tell everyone what we've got planned for next week. But ideally, I personally would get rid of both and bring in two out of the, the, the aforementioned players that we have in midfield. And that would be brilliant because we do need someone to be a, a Fabinho replacement, understudy, call it what you want, because we've seen Henderson is far more effective when he's fit as well. Again, another player who misses a lot of games through injury. He's more effective as an eight. So therefore, Basuma would cover Fabinho. And then one of the guys that we've mentioned, an Owar, a Nearhouse, a Tillemans could cover the Nabi Ox role as well. Do you know that's what issue we have? Do you know what issue we have with it? signing the Basuma, let's say, right? Is you're paying 35, 40 million for Basuma. I think there's better options elsewhere than 35, 40 million for Basuma. Leicester after signing Bilbacardi Samare, and I think they paid 30 million or 35 million for him. This fella is going to tear up the Premier League, I'd say, next season in that Leicester team. He's going to slot in there and he's going to be amazing. You can get players in France, and he's one of the highest rated in France. Do you know what I mean? You can get players in league on, they're on their knees. You will get players that are of not of, you know, he's, he's a known quantity, Basuma, because he plays in the Premier League. But I, I just think you could get a, a, a six, backup six for a lot cheaper. If we're going in with a hundred million budget, let's say, I wouldn't want to spend 35, 40 million of that on Basuma. Do you know what I mean? We well, think there's just, cleverer ways to spend. But this is just just a last bit before you carry on. Just one little bit. That's the that's the issue we've got with Basuma at the moment. We're not willing to pay more than twenty five, max thirty. We've actually agreed personal terms with Basuma. Bit of breaking news. We have we have agreed with the player, but the club we're a little bit away off our our, our valuations. We're not as as Keith says. I agree with you. I'm not willing to pay more than twenty five. 30 max and that's what the club stance is it seems well there's a couple of other names there and um, there's a super chat in area mentioning Declan Rice um, I think he's so fucking overrated Declan Rice yeah I, I genuinely do I I don't see what he brings uh, and, and someone else said you pay a tax on him because he's English and you're right I, I just don't see it with him I, don't, I think he'd be an ex, a brilliant brilliant centre back but I just don't I don't see it whenever I see him play I don't see it I think he's very basic in what he does He's not for me. Um, I don't know what you lads think, but he's not. He's not for me. Um, Michael Ramsey says uh, we need goal scorers from midfield. We're far too dependent on the front three. That's where the Yawar the Yawar link is coming from as well. And uh, Liam Cotter said Tiago's was Tiago in his opinion was genius replacement. I think we only signed one. Um, Dennis Akari is being mentioned. Uh, Rodrigo yeah, De Paul is being mentioned. Um, but it just shows like when you actually think about it you could have a kind of a shift in midfield and then again it could be just one you don't know it's 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 a weird one isn't it like and we just have to wait and see but there's loads of names being linked there but it's about getting players out the Grizz is right it's about getting players out the door as well and it could be it could be a case of and you very rarely see it but Liverpool may use Naby Keita as a makeway for somebody you know there was 10 years links to Atletico Madrid and Leicester over the last couple of weeks um, i seen something in the Athletic yesterday saying that um, he wants to stay and uh, prove himself and become a prominent member in Liverpool's midfield 
we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. It's it's, it's a strange one, but yeah. I would be I'd be a little bit surprised if we didn't get two in. I'm being honest. Yeah. I'd be a little bit surprised if we didn't get two win. Um, it would be smart, Gav, to use players like that. You know, if we can't get like Naby, not you can't force a player to go somewhere, right? But you know, if you could get Naby in a in a swap deal with Cash on top and Oxley Chamberlain and Origi, you could use them, you know, to to sweeten deals. I know it's not FIFA, it's not Championship Manager, you know, that you can just throw in a player to, to add it all up. But in this current sort of, you know, the, the world is still a bit all over the place and certainly the football financial world. I think, you know, it, now is the time you might see more little swaps and little little deals that include players going the other way. So, you know, if we can find the ghillie to take some of these boys off, I think, be okay. I think you're spot on, Keith. I think this is the, f- this is the first summer in ages where, uh, those um, FIFA-type uh, FIFA player swap deals plus yeah. cash that we dreamt about all our all our lives could actually happen. I think there will be a lot of player plus swap, but of course they become very complicated, protracted, especially with agents fees involved yeah. and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and persuading players. But I think generally transfer wise, I think there will be a lot of uh, player swap sort of plus cash deals going on. Marty Tariq is looking for some advice. He says he's looking for a new telly to watch a little LFC day trippers on. Would you go, guys look for the most sexy on a Sony or an LG? Um, I have always had LG TVs. and they're an own, LG as well. They're unreal. Go for the LG, the OLED 4K messing and uh, you won't go wrong. Delvin I Jones. an LG 3D, <coughs> LG telly and I can't see 3D on the fucking thing because I'm blind in one eye. Well, not fully blind, but I'm lampy in one eye. <laughs> you need two walking eyes to see through the 3D glasses. Did you not say that to you? I bought your eyes walking when you went into the shop, no? no? He didn't. I know he didn't no. bring it up either. I was only Sleeve when I got home and I put on the blade glasses. I can only see one colour through. So <laughs> it's just two and a half D. Uh, Delvin Jones is breaking news. Hakan Oh, I can't. I can never say his Callan, name. Callan Oglu. Callan Oglu. Callan had contacts Oglu. with LFC. The parties have started talking, um, but LFC have not made a formal offer yet. Is this the guy at Milan? Yeah, he's at Milan. Yeah. He's, doing, he's doing great for Milan this season, in fairness. He, he's gone there a few years and hasn't done anything, and he's really come to the fore. A few years ago, he was highly rated, but I, I don't think he's the type of player that we really need. I don't know where he... Where he fits in with us, but charisma with this No, I'm I'm with you. I'm not a big fan. I think he's an absolute dead ball specialist. Yeah, one, one of the, the cleanest, one of the cleanest strikers of the ball. Technically, very, very good. But has he got the drive and power and strength that we? Yeah, we 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 demand almost. And the pressing we demand from our midfielders. Yeah, and, and you know, unless there's an absolute change of sort of style and emphasis on, on on midfielders that can sort of, you know, give them loads yeah. of time on the ball. If you give him time on the ball, he's deadly. He's one of those, a comparison I would make with him, I don't know if you guys agree, Bruno Fernandes of, yeah. uh, of, of United. It's a good show. Um, um, I don't think he's, um, I don't think he's cut out to be a midfielder. I think that the, the fact that we're trying to persuade a couple of midfielders to make decisions, I think this is one of those that just out there to look, we've got options. And the other thing, if, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, someone in the chat, I'm pretty sure he's on a free, which would yeah. make sense. Yeah, it, looks like, it looks like he is available on a free. Emil Nikolov says um, he'd stay away from Hakan. Um, that's his agent talking. And somebody asked there, uh, let me see, let me see. Uh, here we go. Uh, Gulad, uh, I'll have a go with this, Chris. Gulad Abakar. Oh, you're an absolute perfectionist. Yeah, 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 ye
How concrete are the shock rumours? They're, they're, they're rumours that around Sevilla and 14 million. Um, but I think them rumours might have been around last year as well. Sevilla, if, do you remember? I've see, I, I seen the rumours and if anyone's bid 14 million, um, we'd have snapped it off yeah. yesterday. There's there's no 14 million. The, the only one I know of myself, concrete, is is loan offers and 7 million bids around the 7, 8 million, which we're not entertaining at the moment. Double it and he's bloody gone out the door. Yeah. Mm. Um, Hussam uh, Chatia says Inter have financial problems Barella is the player you should go for um, I'm a big Lataro Martinez yeah. fan and Keith's a big Barella fan go on Keith I like Barella I like mm. Barella I think he's a good player I the lads we in our, our WhatsApp group I'm a, nearly a lone wolf in there and the, the likes of Davo will name and shame Davo <laughs> and Shawnee as well they're not fans of the Italian players and they've a list as long as their arm of players who've come and failed and you know it's, Davo it's hasn't written on his arm he does yeah it's a, it's a damning list you know of players who've come to the Premier League from Italy and, and haven't really done it so I can understand where the lads are coming from but I like Barella I think he's good I just think He's the type of player that would, I think, would fit into our midfield. Now, another name that's been thrown in there, and I had an argument with, with Avi about this fella, was Pedro Gonçalves off Sporting Lisbon. And to me, I think Barella fits into our, our team now. I don't see where Gonçalves fits in because I think, like Riz said about Chalanoglu being like Bruno, I think Gonçalves is like that as well. I think you have to build your team around these players rather than fit them into your system. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not that Pedro Gonzalez isn't a great, he's a great player. He looks an absolute talent. But I think he has to go somewhere and be the fulcrum. Whereas if he came to Liverpool, I don't think he's good enough for our midfield and I don't think he's good enough for a front three. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's a similar sort of thing as Bruno Fernandes. Well, Rizzi A says uh, James Ward-Prowse is, is, is an underrated player. Would make Crack a good squad player in, in place of Ox Arcade. Or uh, oh, yeah, understudy for Trent. Yeah, that's my revolutionary shout. Don't take that away from me, Keith. That's my shout, right? Or was it yours? Okay, relax. Or did we, or did we, or did we say it at the same time? I think we no, said you probably, you, no, he probably said it and you All said right. it a minute later. No, no, Keith's uh, a football man now. I'm sure he said it as well. Well, Rizzi has shown her in there and he's caused a real fair play to him. Um, Jordy T says, but they didn't have Klopp as manager. I don't know what that's about. Uh, Jordy, uh, Brian Murphy disagrees completely. He says, Pedro Conjab. How, how do you say his name? Conjab. So, Conchalves, yeah, so, okay. Um, th- hold on, are you going to start giving? I asked Keith well, that. I didn't ask you how to pronounce. Yeah, I know, so I know. Stop I know. It. I'm normally I'm not the person to ask to sort of pronounce names, but yeah. look, normal people call it Pedro Conchalves, but the experts I've been speaking to are calling yeah Gon- Gonchalves. Push it, push it that, push it that. scene. I have like it looked like the bottom half of a yeah, foil yeah, underneath one of them it. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to ring Pedro and see what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah. Brian Murphy says, uh, Pedro Conchalves is the one we should be breaking the bank for, um, in his opinion. But it's it's mad, isn't it? Like, we're here now, well, we're, we're talking football probably 30 minutes now, and the amount of midfield names that have come up here. Yeah. Um, we, we started right. with Thielmans and all the names that are coming out. And, it, you know, if, if if we all had our way, we'd have, we'd have a lot of change in midfield. And I don't know if that'll happen, you know. Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, fine. Jones is most certainly going to be there. That's four. And then you're looking at Milner's another year older. You have, you've Katie, you've Ox. You know what I mean? And you're kind of going, do you shift two? Of course, when Adam's gone. But you, do you shift a four or two? On top of that, I, d- I don't know, lads. I think it might I, be... I don't, I don't think that two. two that aren't worth it laying shoitos. You know what I mean? That's the problem with them. They're That's just the not problem. worth having there and they're, they're never available. 
I don't think we will. I think we should. Okay. Yeah. Let's leave it yeah. at that, maybe. Yeah, well, we'll we, we be doing shows on what you think you should do and what when we could give you control and we'll do stuff on that. So don't worry about that. Um, right, let's move on. Um, we just want, I just want to go to centre back and Kanate. Kanate is, it's a constant thing now, all day, every day, um, across social media and stuff. It's just a case of when this will be announced. And, um, we have artwork ready and all. We have a show ready to press the button on. Um, so if, if somebody could give us a shout and let us know when we can pencil the show in for it, it'd be absolutely brilliant. But, um, that, look, we know, we know this one has happened. Grizz, have you heard anything else or have you seen or read anything else with regard to any other centre has, even with Kanate arriving? And um, because Kabak stuff came and kind of disappeared now with regards to what we're doing with him. Have you seen or, or read anything else? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think once Kanate is confirmed, I think we will await offers. I think we will await offers if anyone comes in for Phillips or Matip. Yeah. And then I think we will bring in one more centre back. Um, later on in the window, I don't think I don't think we're going to be settled with just Kanate as an incoming centre back. Okay, uh, Keith. Yeah, it's big, big talk of Phillips being put up for sale. Which look, it's not a surprise. I think to a lot of people, it, you can make an argument to keep him as a squad option because of his availability, or you you move him on and cash in like we didn't deal with Divock when we should have done. Um, I think yeah, you look at what's there. You've got Virgil coming back from a bad injury. You've got Joe Gomez from a horror one, and it's his toward knee injury. And I've seen reports that they're a bit concerned about how he comes back. Canate, people, as someone said in there, Canate is just the French Matip. Look, just wait and see. You know what I mean? Canate is only young. He's suffered from a bad injury. Um, let's just wait and see how he pans out. He's, if he, if he, if he doesn't get injured, Kanate, I said this. I said this last year on the show. I think he's the best centre back available in Europe. I think he's higher than every other centre back. It's the injury issues that make him attainable. So it's a risk. The reward, I think, is worth it. Um, but if we're looking at Van Dijk, Gomez, Kanate, and Matip. It's a bit risky, you know. Is there a chance of them doing... Is there a chance of them doing, Van, like, Van Dyke? And I keep going back to, you have to be careful with these two coming back. But is there a chance of them doing, getting rid of Phillips and Matip and going in and saying, right, we'll we go Van Dyke, Gomez, Kanate, and we go in, like, Sven Botman has been mentioned there, yeah. like, I'd be all over him. Um, yeah. Like a fucking rash. But... um. Is there a chance of doing that? Just saying, you know what, we're cutting our toys with them too. And we're going to have our two lads that were main lads at the start of this season. We're bringing in Kanate and we're bringing in Botman and we're making ourselves absolutely rock solid. Is there a chance yeah. of that? But you're, but you're, but how many, so how many, so what would we be your starting then? Uh, so not starting. What would be your final centre-backs in your squad then? Van Dijk, Gomez, Kanate and Botman. No, we go with five. There's absolute zero chance. Yeah, zero chance. What, are you saying that with a straight face? I don't know what you, yes. why, why are you saying that? And that smiles come out. I thought so. Right. No, Continue. because I'm serious. Ben Davis, 
I'm getting more and more convinced why we're going to keep Ben Davis. Yeah, and no, I get used that. As a as fullback cover as well. For some I reason, get that. He hasn't been given a chance. Yeah. Like, people can say, you know, our oh, clock. The word out from him, sorry, on. the word out from him today is that he's finished reba- rehab on a calf injury and ready to go for um, yeah. off-season, pre-season. Yeah, and ben next Davis? Season. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Davis, yeah. Looking yeah. at houses in Scotland, is he? Now, I think he could be, I think he's one that, you know, we, we've wrote off too quick because a lot of players, when you come into Liverpool, you need to learn Klopp's system. And he came from Preston to play in Liverpool. Now, that is a huge, huge jump. Kabak came in as well, and he was thrown in because he was more, you know, game ready, more, you know, a, a more established player. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ben Davis stay and be used as cover, but, you know, who knows? He could be the fifth man. I think Reese Williams goes out alone. I think, um, I think it could be a case of if you got up the four Gav said and and had Ben Davis as well. Who knows? That could be the fourth. Jeremiah says, and this is off topic, and he says that he says this is off topic. But if Zidane goes to PSG and Bap will and Bappe will stay there, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Didn't think of that. Yeah, you didn't think of that. I've been swaying yeah. that all night. Always, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I was playing golf. <laughs> um, no, it's, it is an interesting. Oh, there's no chance. But there's, just finally finishing up on the centre back. Sorry, there's no chance. We've got, got lads. We all agree, right? There's no way we we start the season with relying on four centre backs again. Absolutely no chance. Yeah, but we did. We start last season depending on. Three. We did, Gav. But we, that's that's where we absolutely f- fucked up. See, I, yeah, I, there's, I think I think Ben Davis. Was. I think Ben Davis. If Ben Davis is our fifth choice, oh my god, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm going to feel about that. But I agree with your reasoning, Keith. What you've said makes total sense. I, I, just, I just don't know if we can be trusted to make yeah. him our fifth choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, Fabinho was the fourth choice last season. And we're, we were all gr- glad to get him back into midfield. He was only the fourth choice seen. You know, we didn't foresee Van, Van Dijk and Gomez getting them injuries. We thought Matip was obviously susceptible to to missing games but you know it was then it, he went from fourth choice to fourth choice you know and that wasn't what we had his squad role for if you you can't foresee injuries on all that but you know ben davis if he's the fifth choice he might never really see carlin cup or something like that who knows i just think he hasn't been given a sniff of of game time and i just think it might be Maybe it is a maybe it's a the ideal money ball, and it's you bring him in and you just flip him and get whatever you can get. You pay whatever two million for him and you sell him for five, and that's great. You know, it could be one of them. Who knows? But well, was, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But like we'll have we'll have this conversation every every week. I'd say yeah. as different names get linked and stuff like that. And we're trying to make at the moment we we've nothing concrete on what Liverpool are looking to do with centre half. Like if Liverpool, if we have solid information that they were looking to move Joe Matip then you can try make some sort of plan yeah. you know that kind of way but at the moment we're kind of we know Canada is coming in and we're trying to piece this together and it'll probably take him it'll probably take a little bit of info on on one of you know whether it's Quebec's definitely not happening Ben Davis is not going anywhere Matip could you know Phillips could then we something solid on that then we may be able to look at it and piece it together a little bit more Jeannie Houdini says does us get him Basuma largely depend on what Arsenal does and what's our feelings on the player. We've discussed the player, but he's, supposedly he's um, he's an Arsenal fan. And But I don't care if he's an Arsenal fan. Yeah. I'm sorry. If Liverpool or Arsenal come in for you, don't go near Arsenal. They're an absolute and utter fucking mess we, we, from top to bottom. It's, it's, I, 
Arsenal fans give out about how they don't spend money. I think they, I'm not surprised they don't spend money because I, I, I think it's a, a very difficult project to sell to anyone, Arsenal. Um, and even if you offer people loads of money, I just think it's so hard to sell Arsenal to people when you see what goes on at that club, you know, nearly every day of the week. I think it's mad, but Basuma, apparently he's an Arsenal fan. So listen, we'll have, we'll have to wait and see. Lads, before we finish up, and um, we've about 10 minutes to go, I want to talk to you as though, you know, we're talking about midfielders here. We, we'll get on to attackers in next week as well. And we look at players that may leave the club and any links to that because I think it will build up now um, that the season is officially over come Saturday, isn't it? The football season after the European Cup final. But the manager stuff is mad. Yeah. Mad. mad. You know, uh, Sean, he said to me this morning, Gav, stick on TalkSport this morning with Simon Jordan on it. He said, because you know he got beaten last night. Simon Jordan's going to rip him a new one. Now, I don't listen to TalkSport. Um, I do like Simon Jordan, though. I have to, I'm going to hold my hands up. I like him. I think he just speaks as he wants to speak and he doesn't give a shit who he's talking to. And when he's, when he's slapping Trevor Sinclair around a little bit, um, it's, it's, it's good. It's good listening. But uh, the manager stuff is, Chris, I come to you. You know, you see, Solchart, the, the rumour tonight is that he's getting a new three-year deal. Um, I don't know how true that is. Pochettino, after being sacked by Spurs and going and being fairly average for me at PSG, Spurs are looking for him back, which makes me think that Harry Kane's calling the shots of Spurs now. Yeah. And Because he and didn't leave on good terms either. Like, there was a big souring that went on yeah, there. there was, there was. And, and then you look at Allegri, looks like he's going back to Juventus. You've got Conte yeah. that... that I don't know if he's if he's gone from Inter, but he yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. So yeah. you have um you have him that he's like no, I'm not fucking you're cutting cutting wages and cutting all this. No, I'm not having it. Chris, yeah. there's just like w- clubs can plan, but when you see all this going on, does a put cl- leaving clubs not looking for managers? Does it look does it put them in hold in a holding pattern? Because oh, they go hold does. on, hold on. You know we like our manager, but Antonio Conte is over here. And Pochettino is is itching out of PSG. Zidane has left Real Madrid. You know, there's a put a load of people in a holding pattern now to see exactly what way these these cards fall. Yeah, absolutely. And even even as you said, even sort of players wanting to move clubs want to know who's going to be in bloody charge. You know, players have affiliation with coaches or sometimes not gone with a certain coach, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's been mental. I think I think Zidane started it, didn't he? In terms of, no, it may have been Conte. Probably simultaneously, they left their clubs, decided to leave their clubs for differing reasons. Uh, Conte's been yeah. told he has to sell um, one of his major assets, i.e. Lotoro or, or Lukaku, uh, which hasn't gone down with Conte. Conte's like that. Conte is brilliant. Conte, Conte is, you know... You stay on his right side, and and he'll bid you a he'll build you a title-winning team, yeah. and it, he'll make it absolutely you know play above the limits, above their potential. You know, we know some of the the Premier League exiles that have gone to sort of Inter and won the league with him is is an, a brilliant achievement. But if you if you disagree with him on anything, Conte is the type of guy who just pack his bags and go. And the reason for that is because he can walk into any club in the world. And I'll repeat that. I, I genuinely think he's underrated as one of the elite coaches. I mean, Keith it's made me know his record. He, 
it's because he leaves the teams in the bleeding awful way and he leaves on bad terms all the time, you know. So would we say he's the the modern day the modern day Jose Mourinho? You yeah, know, he, he sort of has that about him. He does have that about him. He goes in on the short term, Grizz, you're spot yeah. on. And he 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 is a winner. He goes in and he, he you know, he went into Inter and he got them the league title away from Juventus. And remember, Juventus bought fucking Ronaldo and we're assuming that league titles were the, the you know, at the least that they were going to get and ends up getting, you know, getting the title away from them. So Conte, Conte will go to Madrid. That seems to be the, seems to be the talk. He goes into Madrid. That's what they need, maybe their own version of Simeone, but he'll be gone out there within two years. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to be a long-term project for them. So it's mad the way this merry-go-round has gone. And it's interesting the way the players who are gone and the jobs that are available because everyone's linking Zidane with PSG. We think Zidane has Juventus role all over him. But Juventus are going for Allegri. Allegri. stand that at all. Yeah, it's mad how these comebacks are taking place. I mean, Pochettino being linked today strongly with the, with the, with the Spurs. Yeah. And then reliable Spanish journalists are saying... He's 100% being approached for the Madrid job. And he's been barely at PSG for six months, I think, something like that. Will yeah. he want to leave it? Will he want, has he fallen out with the owners there? Apparently rumours of a rift between um, uh, Pochettino and uh, Leonardo, mm-hmm. the football di- director, who apparently has a falling out with everyone, but but except the owner who loves him. So it's, we were talking about, do you remember last week we were talking about the amount of strikers that are available in the market and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be magnificent. One move is going to trigger something else. Well, the manager, manager bloody uh, situation has triggered off, hasn't he? And who's going to, you know, Conte to Madrid. If Zidane goes to PSG, does that mean Killian signs the new deal? You know, repercussions everywhere. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an amazing summer we've got in line, guys. It's, it's, it's an mad. An amazing summer. It's only the 27th or 28th yeah. of May or whatever it is. Um, Michael amazing. Ramsey says Liverpool's uh, are in, are, have an issue, he feels, if Fabinho is a centre-back option next season. He thinks Klopp will go VVD, Matip, Canate, Gomez, with um, Davis, Williams, and I think he means Billy Cometio as three kind of understudy uh, backups. Um, Michael Johnson has told us about 140 times yeah. in the chat here that we missed the super chat. I was looking chat. there and I can't find it. I can't find the super chat from Micah Johnson and nothing come up on my screen. But if he wants to... Um, just say it. We'll put it yeah. out. Of course we will. Yeah, if he, if he wants to just uh, copy and paste it back in, uh, Micah Johnson, in capitals if you can, so we can see it. But nothing yeah. come up on our screen with regards to a super yeah, chat. Yeah, I'm off that being checking as well. Yeah, no, I couldn't, couldn't see it. Um, somebody asked me there, did you like Simon Jordan when uh, he was talking about... Um, I think it was... Uh, who was it who said it to me? It's usually someone that always picks me. It might have been Jono. He picks me up on everything I say. He's worse than me, ma. Um, he says here, he said, Gav, do you like Jordan when he was ripping Trent's selection in the England squad? Um, I, I, I didn't say I always agree with him. I just like yeah. the way he speaks. I don't. If he I, backs if I, everything up that he says. And if that's I agreed with everything Simon Jordan said, I wouldn't listen to him. I like listening yeah. to things that I don't agree on. Um, I didn't hear him um, on um, Trent's selection. But I have, when I listen to him, I agree with a lot. I don't agree with a lot, but I like the way he speaks. I like the way he just yeah. says it. You know, um, I'm, I don't know how he, I don't know how he actually spends time with the likes of Jim White and uh, Trevor Sinclair and the like. I don't know how he does it. I really don't. But I thought, you know, you like picking me up on these things, so I thought I'd answer you. Uh, let me see. 
let me see. Um, Sim says, if Zidane ruins the Mbappé dream, I'm going to cry. Um, and Freewood says, Goldsey and having a meltdown. He's, oh, now listen, that, that's, that's the sort of value you just don't want to spend time with. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 tra- or the, the manager stuff is, is mad interesting to me because, like, even, even if you look at Solskjaer, and United, United are going mad over him. And um, yeah. I seen some YouTube content last night as well from United fans and absolute meltdowns over last night. And I understand where they're coming from a little bit because they looked flat. They looked absolutely flat with no no plan. If they went ahead in that game on 75, they looked like they had no plan. They were running their legs as well. And I'm wondering how much they back Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in the summer. Because I have a feeling, I don't care if they give him a three-year deal. I think if this doesn't go well, I think he'd be gone by Christmas. I genuinely do. I genuinely do. But um, that's their business, isn't it? Um, yeah. If it, if it goes badly, sure, we'll have a great crack. Um, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, but it's true, Gavin, before we move off that, like, Solchar is doing just enough to avoid the sack that he's got, you know, his head just above the water. And they need to be ruthless and say, look, you're out because we can get a Zidane or a Conte or an Allegri, or a fucking manager of some sort of calibre, who are all out there looking for jobs. Pochettino. You know, we there's so many of them out there, and they're going to stick with them. And it's going to be to their detriment, because they'll sack them by Christmas, and then, you don't know, who the fuck they're going to be left with. They'll still get a good big manager, because they're, they're, this is, this they're is what I'm, of the club. But they this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Those the likes of, of Conte, um, Allegri back in the mix, um, Zidane, you know, Pochettino going to PSG, which leaves it an opening there. Does this put the like of Manchester United in a holding pattern where they say, uh, no, strong links, strong things tonight about him actually signing a three year deal, which is fucking mind boggling to me. But he anyway, will. Will. it's absolutely mad. Um, let me see. Um, and we're sorry from to Micah Johnson for missing the super yeah. chat, but there it is there, but nothing come up on our screen, it comes yeah. up in big. Blue or green or red writing, so we don't miss them. Um, the tab comes up and all on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't miss them. Like you can just click them and find them. It's not. It's not hard. And they stay on the screen for ages. Uh, but I, I'm just wondering, like, does it? And with, especially with Woodward gone, because he was meant to be Woodward's boy, wasn't he? I, yeah. I like on a soldier. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Does it just make them? Go, um, I'm not too sure. Should we make a move on somebody else? But it'd be interesting. Uh, Mike, anyway, but it's a super chat. Here we go. Um, everybody, shh. <laughs> Grizz was annoyed with you. Grizz. He was I think Michael was annoyed with you. Yeah, he's, on the he, big he, six, um, for being an Arteta sexual, which is a fucking amazing word. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, you and Gav's insight in football are among the best. He loves us. He loves you, Grizz. Right. He yeah, was annoyed. With you. He's, he's, he's a big yeah. He's a big um, like Jono with you. Previously, Michael has a lot of goes at me and on a few, oh, yeah, few but you shows. See, but he's he's recently shown plenty of love for me. So all is good in in what was the saying, Keith? Love and war. Love and war. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure in case I fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure before you said something else. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, no, I love I love when Jono pulls me up on stuff as well. That's what it's about, you know. Um, exactly. Throw it in there, and we we'll, we'll have a we'll have a chat about it. Um, yeah, Lee, Mar- Lee Morris says Woodward isn't leaving until December. I thought he was leaving in the summer. Maybe yeah, I December. thought he was bringing it forward, but he mustn't. It mustn't have been accepted, or he must have. It must have been some token fucking gesture because he did talk about bringing it forward. But then he's front and center last night, looking for the medal when he won the Europa League. Do you know what mm. I mean? So 
I don't know. He must be there for a while. You wouldn't think he'd be able to have much say on the fucking manager. No, if he's on his way out in the summer or December. No, 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 no chance. No, he's there. He's um, there. It's a total congestion out at this stage. We're speaking um, about managers and coaches that we've, we haven't even mentioned one of our own. Rafa Benitez. Krishna mentioned it in the chat and I've just mm. remembered our own Rafa Benitez looking for a job as well. There's some names out there at the moment, guys. But they, it's Simon Jordan again on that talk show to on talk sport today um was saying you know it was interesting he was talking about the managerial um merry-go-round and saying about how there's no clauses in contracts so you end up buying a manager you know that someone yeah. now have a price in that contract that you can buy and it was funny they were talk, talking about celtic and saying you know oh celtic are looking for a manager and simon jordan's like yeah but they're not looking in the same places as, as spores you know like mm. those levels but you forget that celtic are looking for a manager crystal palace are looking for a manager now because roy hodgson has gone you know there's going to be so many so the the jobbers will still chris get wilder chris wilder's gone to west brom decent job there you know yeah, championship good. chris wilder good appointment yeah who took over at sheffield united have to be appointed anyone they've no. got the yeah they have they've got um Did they? Um, how do you pronounce his name? Bloody hell. Someone's going to help me in the chat. Um, I think he was, a. It's got my, the brain's gone, brain's gone. Um, but is it the insight that Michael loves from you, was it? Yeah. You oh, just sit there rubbing your head. Can you blame me for, for getting the guy, the guy that was in, in charge at Fulham? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know well, how he's, he's, a, he's good. He's good at a championship level as well. In fairness, Slavisio Kanovic, he was at Fulham and Watford, I think, as well. Like he's he's all right at that. He played it's for Chelsea. He, gets in there. he played for I Chelsea. Like he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near yeah, the end of his career. Chelsea, yeah. I like I him. Have to go back and look at that. Can't remember him yeah, at Chelsea. Like him. He, um, was a, he was a squad player, like he was he'd, he'd get games, he was at the end of his career, but yeah, he was he was at Chelsea. Okay. And what year was that? Could have been around Mourinho, Ranieri time, I'd say. Ranieri, more Ranieri's here, I'd say. Or, okay, I'm trying know. to picture him at Chelsea and I can't. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll have, look, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Eddie Howe to Celtic is the word, like. That's been the word for six oh, months. This is what the fucking problem is with these clubs, like. Eddie Howe left Bournemouth and went to Burnley, got homesick and went home. Like, fuck's <laughs> yeah. sake. You know where, are they moving Celtic down to the fucking South Coast? Um, I don't know. Anyway. I just, I don't know. The Celtic should have went all out for Rafa Benitez. All yeah. out. Um, that's that's Ed Roykov. There's a name sitting out there that's not getting linked with any jobs. Mm. And he's one of the best in the business. I know we're biased to Rafa Benitez, but if you take that off, ask Newcastle fans what they think of Rafa Benitez. Oh, I love yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's love not him. just Liverpool. Um, but Wolves, Bonkers says Wolves for Rafa. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know how Rafa is on top of loads of people's lists. Wolves, Wolves will be getting... Their favourite, Bruno Lage is the favourite, the ex-Benfica manager there. And they're also looking at, um, I think, Sergio Conceição. So there'll be a Portuguese manager coming into Wolves to link up with Jorge Mendes and the uh, the, the model they have in place. So we can't mm. see it being like a Rafa. Yeah, Gavin Walsh reckons Parker to sports, which would be another fucking mad decision. But <laughs> you never know. Like when they're looking to get that manager back that they sacked 18 months ago. I don't know. Parker would be a good show to a likes of a Crystal Palace or something, I think. Yeah, we have yeah, we have to see as well. Um Crystal oh, Palace job as well, bloody hell. Mm. Yeah. AC Milan goalkeeper, free agent, go back up to Allison. If not, who's who's that? Who's Donna the Ruma? No, Donnarumma's Yeah. Um Mark Evans says, lads, why would you sell Phillips for ten million? Makes no sense. Need him as backup for Canati and VVD. Matup can step outside the door. Can't step outside the door without getting injured. It's a good point. Um, yeah, much either of them. 
mean, to be, look, I'm not going to lie. Matip's an amazing defender. Yeah, I love him. But, love him. but unfortunately, we'll struggle to get, in my humble opinion, we'll struggle to get more than 15 million for him yeah. because of the state of him. Yeah. You know? We'll have to wait and see. As I said, we're going to have to wait for, we're going to have to wait for something to develop, something concrete to develop in the centre-half situation and possibly in the midfield. More so probably in the midfield because we have Kanate. Looks like it's it's a done deal, but we're waiting to see what happens midfield-wise. And I think, I think once one or two bodies in the forward line, like Shaqiri and Origi go, I think Liverpool will start triggering something. um, I think, I think, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain we'll have something agreed for a midfielder by end of next week as well. Mm, I'm pretty certain. Right, so <clears throat> that's about it. Um, on Sunday though, um, is the fat back four. Um, that today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Uh, Chris, Keith, P, and Gar. I think. Um, you are doing some sort of draft tomorrow night, aren't you? Um, so yeah. that should be fun tomorrow night. Uh, ten o'clock. Uh, Saturday we're off. Sunday we're back with the fat back four. And we are going to see who actually is Michael Edwards. Um, and it's it's a special show we're going to do on Sunday night. It will be me, it will be Keith, it will be Grizz, and it will be Shawnee. But it will all be centred around Michael Edwards. Okay, the lads have been set a challenge. And that challenge will come to fruition on Sunday night on the Fatback 4. And as I said, we're going to vary our stuff throughout the summer. We are going to have quizzes. We are going to have drafts. We will throw me and Andy in the odd night to have a bit of crack. Um, we will try recording audio um, <laughs> podcasts with as many day trippers as we can, current and former. And um, yeah, we, we will cover the Euros. I know Avi wants to do some stuff on the Copa America. It's all going to happen over the summer. And as I said, we are working extremely hard towards um next season already with with designs and and shows and lineups and all sorts of stuff but leave it to us we we will get there but next week is winners week because we've passed 10k and um, we are going to have winners on the show next week we're all winners anyway but we're going to have winners next week and um, grizz has penciled himself in for sunday week to go on the bike um i don't think keith has to do any sort of forfeit i think he got off this one yeah, i have so to eat an indian meal don't i there you go yeah do, yeah. Does Grizz get to pick what you've Grizz gets the, Grizz, Grizz, Grizz gets to pick the menu for me um, in an Indian meal that I will order uh, takeaway and have and report back yep. on no problem. And I think that's it for the 10K. Oh, obviously next week, uh, PlayStation Five or FIFA Twenty One will be given away. You, everyone that's a subscriber is in, right? You're in a ch- with a chance to win. I will tell you though, you need to watch the shows next week, right, to enhance your chances of winning. Okay, and what I mean by that is, is that basically how we're going to work is every show next week, somebody of our subscribers watching is going to qualify and we're going to get some guests to nominate some of you subscribers to go in for a chance to win the PlayStation 5. So if you're watching next week, you absolutely enhance your chances because obviously you're in there, you're watching, you, you hear what's going on, you get in there and we will give away a PlayStation 5 and FIFA 21. People have asked us, have we got it in our possession? No. It's impossible to have a PlayStation 5 in your possession. It's impossible, okay? But we have got it ready as soon as it's, as soon as they start coming into Ireland, we will have one. Don't worry about it. And um, it won't matter how long it takes to get it. You will get a PlayStation 5 and FIFA 22 by the time they um, people, A lot of people are saying, how is eating an Indian um, uh, sort of punishment of any sort? And could you explain that to people? That so may think, what Mr. Slackenhouse says, what sort of forfeit is that, Gav? You definitely have one here. I've never eaten an Indian meal, right? Ever. 
Um, Can you I, expand I, and say you've never eaten anything apart from potatoes? No, no, that's not true. <laughs> no, 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 eggs. Eggs. I have Chinese. I, I love Chinese. I love Chinese. I love Chinese. Um, but I, oh, they just put too much yogurt in that bleeding food. Like, I just, all I can, when it comes to Indians, all I can vision is um, pink coloured sauce and yops. That's all I can vision. Yeah, missing it all, Gavin. Yeah, I'm probably am. Yeah. I probably am. Oh, Kumar says I'm a racist. I'm not a fucking racist. <laughs> I just don't like Indian food. I just have a vision of Indian food and I don't like it. I love Chinese food. Love oh. Chinese food. I've had Thai food. Loved it. But um, Indian as well. Indian yeah. just doesn't do it for me. Just doesn't do it no, for me. But I, I am going to eat it. I think, I think Jonathan's got it here. I don't. I, I'm, not, I'm actually not a big fan of, of potatoes <laughs> at all. Um, in any form. I'm not a big, a big fan of them. I have to be honest with you. They're, they're just... Fucking stodgy and shy, um. But yeah, that's I'm gonna have my Indian meal. Um. So as I said, uh, winners week next week. PlayStation Five. Every subscriber is in with a chance, right? So basically, you're in with a chance because you're a subscriber, and then you come and watch. You enhance your chances. Okay. So if someone's watching this show next week and we run a competition, or run a part of our competition to get into a, in for a PlayStation Five, and they be and they they get the answer, and we check that they're not a subscriber, they won't get in. Do you get me? So it's it's a watch to win, but we, we would you have to be a subscriber to win. Obviously, we're also going to be um we're also going to be giving away some some other prizes next week. Um, mainly uh we will be giving away some vouchers for our new shop and stuff like that, and anything else we can come across, we will absolutely do that as well. But we're going to try to give away a few bits um on every show next week, starting from Sunday night. So we will have we will have shows throughout the week and in the Fatback 4 where Grizz is on a bike, we will announce the winner of the PlayStation 5. Okay? Um, I hope that works for you. I, thanks a million for, for subscribing, getting us over to 10k. There was nearly 900 of you again watching in here tonight, which is absolutely fabulous. Grizz, anything else before we go? No, pal. I'm just checking like through delivering Uber Eats what I'm going to order for you, but yeah. we've got a bit of time. What, 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 what are you thinking? I think it's relax. spicy for Relax. Because you see, you have to be careful. You have to be careful here because of course. if you get me something that I think is disgusting, I'd never go near it again. You, of you, course. Yeah. My aim is to make you a love Indian food. So, yeah, so I'm going to pick, and, you know, I know, you know, you haven't had anything sort of even remotely spicy, so I'm not going to give you something that you're not going to be able to eat. You've got to be able to eat it. Yeah, you've got to be able to eat it. I think it's, do we trust him enough, Keith, to say... He ate it, or is there is there a? Oh, I'll, I'll video it. Yeah, yeah. is there a plumber to video it or on a show? I'll video no, it. Yeah, no problem. I can be wife to video it. No problem. Grand. No problem. Yeah, I love Both the way um, I love the way I love the way you say good. grand now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm part That's of the family. The Irish in America. Yeah, the Irish. It is. It's really coming now. Keith, anything else before we go? That's true. Yeah. No, no. Um, we'll have that the um predictor A stuff as well. Oh yeah. Will be after the champ. We're still talking up the the entrance into that, but after the Champions League final, we'll have that. So we're really as winners. We what, what are we giving away for that? Will we, we just give know. away the we, new Liverpool jersey for that? We could do, yeah, we could do. Yeah, we we gave away a lot of stuff, haven't we? Over with with the with the likes of the um, Keen stuff and all, and mm. you know we're very generous like that. So I'm sure we'll have. Yeah. Super one last shout out. One last shout out for Kieran Thorne, who is a brilliant friend of the show. Um, your shirt has arrived. Thank you very much. Well, who did you get on it? You don't worry about that. I shall be donning that on Sunday 
thank you very much. Just wanted to give a shout out to Kieran Thorne as well for that. Okay. Top man. Good stuff. Top man. Yeah, sticks to his word when he loses a bit. Um, fair play to him. Right, that is it. That has been the transfer agenda. As I said, thanks a million again for getting us to 10k. The, the road now is um, towards 20k and uh, between us working as hard as we can and you working as hard as you can to support us, we will absolutely get there to, to get to that. There's no doubt about it. That has been it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.